Well, he's about to come on, and we just want to honor him as he comes. So give God a praise for a minister. As we call him our teaching pastor here, but give it up for Minister Vernon Hill Sr. Thank you so much. I honor the Spirit of God in this place. My heart is delighted every time I come every Sunday. Just to witness. And to stand in the presence of the Lord amongst fellow worshipers who's excited about Jesus. Honor God tonight and honor Pastor Brandon, the shepherd of his house. Executive Pastor Dominique, Elder Brittany, Elder, most Elder Vernon, <laughs> Vernon Jr., to our praise and worship leaders. for me, you know, give me a little bit of time to kind of rest. I say, sure. And, you know, as I, as he shared that with me, um, I began to start asking the Lord, well, what it is it that you have for me to share? And he gave me a little something and, um, and I was feeling good about it. I walked with that a little bit and the Lord was sharing with me while we were walking and then uh, about a week or a half ago, uh, Pastor Brandon came back and said, oh, Dad, I think the Lord said something to me about divine interruptions. <laughs> I was like, okay, really? <laughs> and um, I was like, okay, okay. You know, he's pastor, so, you know, in this house, I, I put myself under him. At my house, he's under me. <laughs> So I, I had to go back and say, Lord, well, Pastor Brandon and changed up. <laughs> he wants to talk about divine interruptions. That's what you told him to tell me. So oh, you're going to have to work with me here. going to have to work with me here. But uh, God is faithful. 
God is so faithful. And so um, I want to share, let's go to Luke. I'm not going to be long. Uh, let's go to Luke chapter 1. Uh, Pastor Brandon shared last week right out of Luke chapter 1 in that first part. And he talked about Zachariah, Zacharias and Elizabeth with the birth of John the Baptist and how that came about and how God changed Zacharias' day. He was blessed and favored to be able to go into the holy place and offer up prayers and incense on the holy altar. And unbeknownst to him, he would have a divine encounter, an interruption by Gabriel. Gabriel popped up, the angel of the Lord, the messenger of the Lord. And the one who says that I stand in the presence of the Lord. And he uh, shared with Zacharias that day that in his old age, he was going to have a son. Him and Elizabeth. And, you know, it's, it's, it's amazing, you know, the reactions of people when God interrupts their day. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, Zacharias, Zacharias was, you know, he's a priest and he's a priest. He's a priest. He's a priest in the, in the order of Aaron. And he's familiar with the scriptures and he's familiar with the inheritance of Israel. And he understands the law. He knows about Father Abraham. And you know, you would think that, Abra that, that Zacharias would be like saying, well, God, you're going to do that for me just like you did it for Father Abraham with Isaac. And, and, it, and it wasn't that kind of enthusiasm. <laughs> He's like, how you going to do this in my old age? And, 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 and he went mute. And, and scripture even, you know, there's, there's a suggestion that he even went deaf because, you know, he couldn't communicate because sign language started. They started using sign language for him. And, and so, um, and, and so it, it's amazing. And, and we, we're going to talk about that a little bit. And so his reaction was so... And Gabriel will even say, because you don't believe, you just ain't going to be able to speak until it happens. Yeah. We're just going to shut you up and we're going to make you see how this is going to work. And so when he went mute, he was like, you know, give me a sign, you know, because the Jewish the scripture says that the Jews like signs. They love signs. They are people of signs. And, and we, unlike the Jews, are supposed to be a people of faith. Signs follow us, but we don't operate on them. We don't need to see them, even though some of us do. <laughs> some of us say, if you show me, Lord, then I. And so, uh, so he, uh, he shuts them up. But look at that. Look, but, but, look, but even though he shuts him up, uh, the wonderful thing about Zacharias, he got the message. 
Because in order for him to conceive, he had to have some relations with his wife, Elizabeth. So he carried that part out. And John did come. So even in his unbelief, there was some believing. I would say right through here that some men don't mind that kind of believing. <laughs> we, we, we don't mind that kind of believing. So I can trust you, Lord, for that. <laughs> my, 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 my. Hallelujah. Tell me to come on back. My name is Fumi, and I would like to invite you to go ahead and download our Transformation Christian Fellowship app. It's a really convenient and really easy way to stay connected with us here at TCF. You can find the latest sermon and more of our exclusive content here at TCF. You can simply download the app in the App Store or the Google Play Store, or go ahead and click on the link in the bio and download it from there. Don't miss out. And remember, transformation starts here. I can trust him for that. And so John did come. He did everything that 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 the Fulfilled the word that went forth concerning him. And at the moment of that, the time it came for him to be circumcised, to fulfill the, the, the law, the covenant of circumcision, they asked, well, what his name is, what will his name be? So they tried to give him a name after, they wanted to name him after Zacharias and and he said, no, his name is going to, Elizabeth said, his name is going to be John. And um, they said, well, John, really? And so they looked at Zacharias, and Zacharias motioned for something to write upon, and he said, yeah, his name is going to be John. The moment that he wrote it, his mouth unlocked, and everybody marveled at what had taken place. And John was able to share with them what the Lord had did about his divine interruption. So then we come to verse 26 in Luke, and it says, um, in the sixth month of Elizabeth's pregnancy, God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth to a village in Galilee to a virgin named Mary. She was engaged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of King David. Gabriel appeared to her and says, Greetings, favored woman. The Lord is with you. I don't stop right there. Because this is really a familiar passage of scripture. I don't, I don't want to... Um, take it for granted, um, and even with the uh, wonderful following through electronic media uh, that TCF has, there just may be some people who don't know the whole story. <laughs> so we don't want to take it for granted, but that's all of the scripture portion that I'll just want to read today uh, at this moment, but I am going to pick up some more because um, 
Gabriel goes on to tell her why she was favored. He, he went on to tell her why she was favored. That she was going to bear a son. That she was the woman. The woman who all of Israel, uh, the women, all of the women in Israel was just had that glimmer of a hope or prayer or wish that they could be that one that would birth the Savior. Wow. She was going to be the one. It caught her off guard a little. It caught her off guard a little bit because, you know, wow. It, yeah, it, it caught her off guard. First of all, if you come home and you just see this stranger in your house, that, that first of all, that's, that's a little alarming. That's a, that's a little alarming. First of all, you come home, you see a stranger in your house, you're going to be alarmed. And, you know, I don't know exactly, you know, we, we know that angels can take on forms of, of humans. We know that. Uh, but we don't know what, you know, I mean, I, I don't, you know, a lot of times we, you know, TV puts angels in these, you know, white outfits, you know, they're glowing and all that kind of stuff, you know. I don't necessarily know if he was glowing and had on all white and, you know, and had the wings out or anything like that. I don't know. I don't know. But just a stranger in your house, somebody you don't know, that just says, hey, how are you? Pops up. Hey, <laughs> I'm Gabriel, the messenger of God. <laughs> Greetings. You're favorite of God, young lady. And you're going to have a son. You're, you're going to have a son. Now, we understand that Mary was engaged to Joseph. And in that culture... Uh, the engagement was really just like the marriage. Uh, to get out of an engagement, it wasn't as easy as texting somebody and telling them it's over. Or calling them on the phone and saying, hey, I don't think I want to do this. Uh, it was just as legal to get out of an engagement as it was to get out of a marriage. You, you have to have a divorce decree. Yeah, yeah so it, it wasn't so much like you can just up and out. Peace out. See you later. You know, that, you know what we do nowadays is just unheard of. I mean, you, you have no, some people have no respect whatsoever. And so, 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 so the scripture says that Mary finds his greeting, along with everything else, a little confusing. Dude, what are you saying? I, I, I have not been with a man. I haven't been with a man. How is that? What are we going to do about that? And, and, and so Gabriel goes on to tell her how it's going to happen.
Murray, Murray, after getting her answers, her questions answered, she, 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 she uses this profound statement, be it unto me according to your word. That's what Mary said. I'm in. I'm in. I'm all in. That's what she says. Now, to say you're all in on this, uh, when she went in, she, she, she went all in because truthfully, uh, Joseph had every right to have her stoned. Because if she was a quote unquote a virgin and she now has a child and Joseph said, I know it wasn't me. <laughs> you think about that though, think about that. Just you know, just use your imagination. I just, you know, just think about this, you know. I, you know, come, come on, let's really just think about it. Let's really think about this. You know, I know it was back then, but just, you know, it, it, you know, people are people from generation to generation. If my wife had came up to me, and I know we ain't have no relations, and all of a sudden she said, I'm pregnant. And she told me, God did it. <laughs> Come on now, really? Who, 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 what are we saying here? You know, I'm talking. To, I'm t I'm t let's go back to the first century. I'm, I'm not talking today. You know, we ain't we got the scriptures now. You know, we know Jesus came. We have evidence of his coming. We we know that. But 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 just let's let's put ourselves in Joseph's shoes just for just a moment. Just for a moment. Let, let's just think. Really, let's really think about just how people's are. Really, really, let's just think about. You know, Joseph, just a simple old. You know, he's a man. He's a carpenter. He he. You know, he he. He's you know, he real person. You know, these ain't characters. These ain't stories like people want to say. These are real people living everyday lives. And his, his, his fiance walked up to him and says, Joseph, I'm pregnant. And Jesus and God did it. <laughs> so Joseph, the scripture says he's a righteous guy. And it says that he didn't want to, he just was going to put her away quietly. He's like, you know, really? I, I, I could have you hurt. Because I'm pretty sure Joseph was hurt. Because the reality is, I ain't know God was doing stuff like that. Now it said the scriptures, the 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 the, the prophets prophesied that the virgin shall be with a child. But you ain't giving me that one. I can't. I can't run with that. 
So I'm not, I'm not going to hurt you, but I'm just going to put you away quietly. Going to put you away quietly. And so here, and scripture tells us over in Matthew that Joseph have a divine interruption. Because the angel come to him and, and, and the Lord and, and tells him, hey, Joseph, you, the, actually the, 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 the Lord says, Joseph, you don't have to be worried about Mary because the holy thing that is in her is the holy one. But before all of that happened, Mary had to make a decision. Mary had to make a decision. She had to go all in. She, she had to go all in. See, I, I believe Pastor Brandon uh, 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 gave us a de uh, um, definition for interruptions. It, it's like, you know, God just breaks in. It, it's just like you just, he just breaks in. He, he don't ask permission. He, he don't try to get your permission first. He just pops up. It's all, you know, it's one of those subtly things. He just. Yeah. I'm not going the way I think I'm going, but I'm going to get to where I'm going. All right. And, all right. He pops up on the scene. And this interruption requires something from a person that he's interrupting. When God interrupts you, there's always conflict. There's some conflict that's going to happen. There's conflict that happens whenever God interrupts you. Mary was going about her everyday life. She was living life, planning a wedding. Excited about what God was about to do. Thinking about Joe. Me and Joe are about to get together. We're going to live our life. We're going to live our best life. Joe going to build me a house because he's a carpenter. And then all of a sudden, God interrupts her in a day, and her whole life changes. Whole life changes. And we know the story. We, we know the story. See, this is why, like, can I just, bring, see, because, because that, 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 that God uses events and moments in scripture to help us out and out today. That, that's what he does. He, he uses the scriptures to help us out in today. And, and so as we examine the story of the events around the advent of Christ, the principles of that story, if we really go into them, Help us in our today. 
See, because it's no need to re-preach the Christmas story because we're familiar with it. But we need to understand how God worked out his plan and brought about his purpose in the earth realm through ordinary people. Can we talk? See, see, let's, we got to go back and we got to think about whenever, whenever we're looking at God and we're looking at what he's doing, God really genuinely only has one purpose. And that is, that is to bring us back to where everything started in the garden. That was his purpose. His whole purpose was to get man back to the place of where he started. That was his purpose. And when he declared in Genesis chapter 3 that, that, that what he was going to do uh, in Genesis chapter 3, Genesis 3, 15, I will cause hostility between you and the woman, between your offspring and her offspring, he will strike your head and you will strike his heel. That's God's promise to Satan in the garden. The holy thing that he declared unto Mary, he had already declared it thousands of years ahead of time in the garden. As part of his redemptive plan, over and over and over again through scripture, here we go to the Isaiah 17, 14 passages. All right, then the Lord himself will give you a sign. Look, the virgin will conceive a child. She will, she will give birth to a son and will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. He's putting out and declaring his plan thousands of years ahead. He's telling everybody that I'm coming to the earth. All of Israel and the Jews understood and has been looking for the Messiah. Abraham, the prophets, have been declaring him all these many years. And God is setting things up, putting things in line. Because his plan is going to happen.
Hey everyone, I'm Oticia, worship leader here at Transformation Christian Fellowship, and we want you to connect your faith with ours by being a part of the Only Believe Capital Campaign. Your contribution to this campaign will help us relocate to the Silver Spring, Maryland area by bringing us closer to the people we serve with more transportation accessibility than what we have currently limited here. It's really simple. All you have to do is text TCF1 to 77977. Under the tab button, select the Only Believe Capital Campaign and enter your amount. It's that simple. We thank you for partnering with us and believing God with us for unbelievable and unpredictable possibilities. And remember, transformation starts here. We want you to connect your faith with us as we embark on an ambitious capital campaign entitled Only Believe. Support us by playing a part in the next stage of our church's history. Hallelujah. <laughs> Holy Spirit said you just said something right there. <laughs> it's going to happen. It, it, it doesn't matter. You know, the, the line of Jesus got down to just a couple people because Satan was really doing all that he could do to wipe them out. But it didn't matter how hard the enemy tried to come against them, it was going to happen. It, it, it was going to happen. He, he, he had already declared it. He, he spoke it. That, that's, that's the wonderful thing about God, see, because God don't wait for stuff to happen and then say it. He says it and then say, I'm going to do it, and then he makes it happen. That, that's, what he, that's what he declares in, in Isaiah 46. He, he declares that in Isaiah 46. He says, who can compare to me? I'm alone as God. I'm, I'm God. He says, all of those idols that you create, you, you, you create them, but they can't do nothing for you. I'm alone as God. I declare the end from the beginning. And whatever I purpose, it shall happen. I got a plan. He, he got a plan. He, 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 he has a plan. He had a plan for redemption. And he was working his plan. And when we get up to, uh, uh, to Luke chapter 1, He's setting things in place because he's about to allow it to spring forth. <laughs> Jesus says, lo, I come in the volume of the books. He says, look, look you're tired of, 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 of sacrificial offerings. You, you, you just want obedience. Look, give me a body and I'll go down there. Mary was interrupted. Her life was changed because God had a plan. And God needs willing vessels to participate in his plan. It's just the way he created the earth, authority to work. Because he actually gave man authority in the earth. And so because he gave man authority in the earth, there's ways that God has to operate. And so God has to operate through people. Yes, yes. 
willing vessels. Man gave over the right to rule and to reign. But God in his holiness and his sovereignty set up a plan to gain back the authority of the earth realm. The advent of Jesus, the Savior, was a plan that God had been working on even before the foundation of the world. And he had it all lined up. He was putting it all in motion. And now when we get here to Luke chapter 1, he's about to make it happen. It's about to spring forth. And he uses regular people. He uses Zachariah, Zacharias, and Elizabeth. He uses Mary and Joseph. But all of them, even though faith may have wavered, trusted the plan. All right, let me let me let me let me let me just talk. Let, let me let me just help us out. Let, let me help us out. See, let's zero in on Mary. Let's see what we can learn from her. Because this is all about. See, Mary done had her interruption. God would like to have people that he could just count on that when he pops up. <laughs> in our everyday life yeah, let's do it. and let's say hi see because he ain't really using angels like that anymore see 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 hebrews told us that he spoke a whole lot of different ways hebrews one says that he spoke a whole lot of different ways uh in the past but but now he's speaking through his son yeah. and 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 he sent us the Holy Spirit, the comforter, to teach us, to guide us, and to lead us. And so what happens is uh, 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 God needs to work out his plan. See, he, he is already, through Jesus, have already redeemed man back to himself. He, he did that on the cross. He, Jesus paid the ultimate sacrifice on the cross. There at his birth, it was already looking forward. He was already looking towards the grave. He was born to die. Calvary was already there. He knew that. When he said it's finished, the finish means that everything to redeem man, take back an authority, is now done. Bought and paid for. It's bought and paid for. Everything that God had planned for us. Everything that had already been, he has spoken of concerning us 
when he said it's finished, it was paid in full. Look, here's the principle. Here's the principle. He tells Jeremiah, before you were formed in your mother's womb, I knew you. And I had called you to the nations. I declared you were a prophet before you were even born. Look, look what we got to understand is, how does that work for me? See, we, we, we can't look at the scriptures and just hear the stories. See, the scriptures was written for our edification, to help us in our everyday life. Because we're everyday people living in a corrupt world, in corrupt bodies, but God has declared some things for us. He says, I come that you might have life and you might have life more abundantly. He has plans for us. He, he, see, there's a role that each one of us can play in his redemptive story. And God wants to be able to freely move among us and just interrupt our day at any time he desires and say, hey, favored one. <laughs> I need you to carry Christ to somebody. See, you, you do know, you do know, you do know. Paul, Paul, says, Paul says in Galatians, he says, I pray that Christ would be formed in you. Look, each one of us, each one of us are carriers of the glory of God. Don't know what Listen, listen, sit down. God has a plan. Now here's the, that's the first point. He has a plan, but he needs willing vessels. And he wants the freedom. He wants us to be intimate enough with him that when he interrupts our day, uh, Dom, there's somebody on the job that just needs to know who I am. There's somebody that's on the tipping point. He, he wants to have a relationship with us just like he had with Ananias. He just popped up on Ananias one day and says there's a person named Saul on a street called Straight and I need you to go lay hands on him. Yeah, that's the kind of interruptions that God wants to have with the people of God. See, there's certain special assignments he wants to give to the people of God to carry out his will. It's no different than what he asked Mary to do. And we're living in a day who will ridicule you. You'll be ridiculed. You'll be talked about. They won't listen to you. But when Jesus calls on you to do a little something, something, you just need to say like Murray says, be that according to your will. I'm available to you. See, divine interruptions ain't stopped. The problem is, there's not enough people who's open enough to the Spirit of God to hear what he's saying. 
let's, let's, let's move. I'm, I'm going to get through this, and I'm going to be done. Give me about eight minutes. Eight minutes, all right? Eight minutes, I'm going to be done. Really, eight minutes. Listen, this is what happens. This is why. What happens? See, it's not a problem. There's no problem when God pops up and causes the conflict of a decision in our life. God expects us to have some concerns. He expects it. Murray, Murray says, well, how is that going to happen? He expects some questions. How is that going to happen? See, but what we got to understand is that God is sovereign. He starts at the end, rewind it, bring it back to the beginning, and then presses play. I'll say it one more time for, for, my, for my baby mama. He starts at the end. He starts at the end result. Back it up. And then press rewind. And put, press play. And cause it to run forward. That's what he does. That, that's what he does. See, God already understands our end. He already knows how it ends for us. See, we know some future events, but we don't know our specific events because God just wants us to trust him from point A to point B. A lot of times we want, the problem is with us, we want to jump from point A to point Z. And the only one that can do that is the Lord himself because he's the Alpha and the Omega. He's the beginning and he's the end. And the first thing we start doing when we're challenged is we start thinking about all of our limitations. But I want to let you know that God has already figured out the details. He started at the end, rewinded, to the beginning, then press play. He already thought out all of the details, all of the details of whatever he's calling us to do is already taken care of. He's already considered every angle. He looked at it all around. He, he looked at it. See, because his vision is so good. Because actually, he, 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 look, he, he, he started it in eternity and declared that's the end. Rewind it to time plus play. But when he looks at it, he looks at it outside of time. And he can see everything that's going on in time. So he has the best vision concerning our life. So he thought out all of the details. He thought about our limitations. He thought about our dysfunctions. He knew about the family he was going to put us in. He knew about the circumstances, the streets I would grow up on, the people that I would be around, the situations that I would face, the difficulties I would have, 
the school that I went to, the financial situation of my family. He thought about all of that. He knew that. And he still came to me and said, you are highly favored. wish I could talk about Moses for a few minutes because Moses had a divine interruption at the burning bush. And Moses just began, I, 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 I can't talk like that. All right, since you feel like you can't talk like that, Moses, I'll give you earn. said eight minutes. Limitations, 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 limitations. That's one of the issues. We, we, we don't move because we, we, we start considering our limitations, but we forget the fact that in our weakness, he's our strength. If, if we got limitations, we're right where God wants us. We're right where he desires for us to be. Because he don't need people that can just do it on their own. If he could just do it on our own, he wouldn't really need us. Here, here's the other problem, other problem, other problem that we can't move when God desires for us to move, when he interrupts us. Limitations. Everybody say limitations. All right. Here's the other place is that we get stuck in the moment. We get stuck in the moment. We get caught. We, especially us peoples in church, we love the experience. We get caught up in the experience. We'll talk about how God came to our church and we were just singing and shouting, shouting and singing, singing and shouting, shouting and singing till I fell out on the floor. I was out. I didn't know what I was doing. I just started speaking in tongues. I started speaking in tongues. I got back up and I shouted some more. And I sung some more. And I fell out again. And I spoke in some other tongues again. And we get caught up there. Just like Peter got caught up on the Mount of Transfiguration. When Jesus got transformed and Isaac, uh, 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 Jeremiah and Moses came up to the hill. And, and the hill just got transformed. And Peter just says, look, let's just make some tents right here. And this is good for me. This is good right here. I don't have to go nowhere else. This moment is just all I need. But the real issue was not what was going on on top of the hill. It was what was going on on the bottom of the hill. Because God don't need us stuck in the moment. He need us down at the bottom of the hill. Saving, healing, touching, preaching, prophesying. Somebody who's willing to give their life. Uh, deliver. A consecrated life for him. See, it don't, you see, we can't get stuck in the moment. Moments are good. See, but in every every divine interruption is linked to a purpose. I'm gonna stop right there. I could say some more. I could, but I'm gonna stop here. See, every divine interruption is connected to 
a purpose. Zacharias' interruption was connected to John. Mary's interruption was connected to Jesus. Moses' interruption was connected to Israel. Ananias' interruption was connected to Paul, Saul at that time. See, your interruption is really not about you. It's not about me. But it's connected to a purpose. Abraham's interruption was not only connected to Isaac, but it was connected to the nation. It wasn't only connected to Isaac and the nation, but it was connected to Jesus. His, connect, his divine interruption was not just connected to Isaac, Jacob, the nation, and Jesus, but it was connected to Isaac, to Jacob, the nation, to Jesus, to me. See, you don't know the chain and the place that you stand in line where God has a divine interruption in mind for somebody. And you and I hinder the line. We, 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 we mess up things when we are disobedient because there's somebody down the line that we don't even know. There's somebody down the line who is going to be saved based on how we respond. Okay, I'm done. Thank you, Pastor Brandon, for making me have to change. See, because what I wanted to talk about, it all fits together. See, see, I wanted to talk about, what I was going to talk about is the obedience of one. I was going to talk about, I was going to look at Romans, and I was going to talk about how Romans says that by the disobedience of one, all die. But by the obedience of one, we all now come to life. I wanted to talk about, what I was going to talk about is just, see, the devil makes, messes us up because we're always just looking at it for what's in it for me. We, we, whether we decide to sin or not always has every day to do with how do I feel about it? What's in it for me? How is it going to please me? How is it going to satisfy me? See, see, when God called Abraham, God called Abraham to leave his family and just trust me, go out on faith. And, and Abraham trusted God. His obedience caused them to be called a friend of God. And in Abraham, God birthed a nation. He birthed a nation. Mary's obedience in her obedience, she birthed the Savior. The Savior died. 
the body, all of us are a part of the body. Mary's one decision, she didn't know me. She didn't know you. She was centuries away from me. But her one act of obedience. Man, if I had more than eight minutes, I could preach a little while. But I said eight minutes, and I think that's just about done. But her one act of obedience got me to where I am today. See, that's what divine interruptions are all about. See, see, it's it, it, it's 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 moving you. See, it, it, it's 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 God coming alongside you and, and saying and saying, I, I want you to participate in my redemptive plan. I, I want you to play a part. I want you to play a part. I, I want you to play a part in my redemptive plan. I want you to play a part in my redemptive plan. I want you to play a part in my redemptive plan. This is this is what God does. This is what God does. He does. He 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 he. Hallelujah! 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 A little a young fella and a young lady. A young lady. I was in college. I was in college, uh, and in 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 a moment, we 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 made a decision that changed our life forever. We changed our life forever. Found out we had we was gonna have a son. Had a son, named him Vernon Jr. Three years later, we got married. We were trying for children, trying for children, trying for children. Had about three miscarriages. But the Lord put a doctor in our way to give us the understanding of what needs to happen. <laughs> then along came this fella. This brother was preaching at an early age. He loved God. He loved his word. He was preaching the gospel. More imitation than anything. But he had a love for God. And he was preaching the gospel. He, he grew up, he grew up, and, and, and he got a little older, and he said, well, you know, I'm going to do things my way. I'm going to be a basketball player. That didn't turn out too well. <laughs> but somewhere along the line, God interrupted him. So you need to go back. To, you need to do what you know you're supposed to do. That's to preach the gospel. That's what he did. Before you know it, he was starting Bible studies. Next thing you know, he said, I'm, I think God is calling me to start a church. He said, I'm going to start a church. It's okay, son. And I stood with him because I knew that was his purpose. I knew that was his purpose. From, from a baby, God, the enemy tried to take him out. When he was born, he was born with the umbilical cord wrapped around his neck, knots in it. I said, God, look at you. He said, I'm going to preach the gospel. 
put into motion a plan that God, see, but this is, this is the issue. I'm going to stop on this. I'm over eight. I'm sorry. But here's the plan. Here's the last thing that the Lord said to Mary. He says, <laughs> the Lord is with you. Whoa, God, hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, whenever he interrupts you, the last thing he usually tells you is that I'm with you. It doesn't matter what it looks like. Doesn't matter what it feel like. But I'm with you. When, when he told Moses, he says, look, he says, look, come on, we're going down there. <laughs> He didn't send Moses by himself. He says, we're going down there together. We, we're going down there together. Where you go, I go. Where we go, we go together. Not only sometimes we go together, but sometimes I go before you. Sometimes I'm going to stand in front of you. And when some things come against you, I'm going to block it. But when somebody trying to stab you in the back, I'm going to get behind you. I'm going to be all over you. No matter where you go, I'll go with you. No matter what you do, I'll do with you. Just trust me. Just trust me. Just trust me. I'm sorry, but I feel the presence of the Lord in this place. 